we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Hot and Bravoed. Now, for those listening, this is just a normal podcast. Yes. But what is exciting about this episode <laughs> is you can now also watch us. With your eye holes. Yes, we are <laughs> launching this episode both as a podcast and on YouTube. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you vibe being able to see us because, I mean, we love we love being on camera. We've been on Bravo a couple times. And for those who are seeing the faces for the first times, maybe we in- reintroduce ourselves? Yes. Uh, so now they can match the voices with the face. Yes. So I, of course, am Eddie Estrada. And I am Matthew McFarland. And this is Hot and bravo I'm so excited to be doing this. Same. We've been talking I- about it for a long time. And I think because other projects have inspired us, I think we're... We're feeling inspired, and that's why you can see us now. I, I'm wiggling, I, and you can actually see it now. I know. I mean, you you won't be able to see the weather because we definitely have made um, the apartment into a studio. Yes, we've turned this into a you know um, our Sirius XM yeah. little... Welcome to iHeartRadio. Yeah, well, welcome to Earwolf. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm so excited to be doing this. Uh, and this is a great week to start because... I feel like every show was so good, especially yes. Beverly Hills and Salt Lake, which yes. is why we're saving them for the end. We have so much to dig into. <gasps> we also have the Salt Lake City taglines to talk about. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I hope you wrote those down because I did not. Oh no, I'll pull them up right now. That's no problem. <laughs> we're f- playing it fast and loose. We're playing it fast and loose, baby. We're I on know. the live We screen. are live. So um, do you want to give a weather report? I think yeah, we I always would. give out New York weather report. Uh, we always have to. Because the weather's been kind of crazy lately. Yeah, so we had, we um all of our, obviously, we want to send a lot of love to those um in the southeast with everything that has gone on with the hurricane. Um, we definitely did not feel as much, but we definitely got some rain from y'all. And the devastation there, we just want to send our love to Florida and all the other areas that were affected by the hurricane. Um, We did have the rain but now we have the sun it is like 71 degrees and i was not prepared i already pulled out my winter clothes yeah and i had to pull out shorts again i'm wearing my um fish room t-shirt today because (laughs) i was like so hot but oh yeah i should have i should have worn like like a a bravo something next time we have plenty more episodes we're just getting used to the visual media exactly this is our new we're doing our best um so we had the reunion for southern charmed we had another you know a a lot didn't happen on mary to med but we're we're getting to the big meaty you know fight uh, yes. in Britain. Was it big? Is it blue? Big blue crest? Blue? The they're back at Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge. Blue Thank Ridge. you. Yes. I remember hearing that on Thirty Rock because Kenneth Parcell talks about Blue Ridge quilt ticklers, which are bed bugs. <laughs> okay. So when they said they went to Blue Ridge, and remember, I didn't watch season one of of um, Married to Med, so I didn't see that first trip that they went to. So I'm this is my first oh, time so this at, Blue is your first the time at Blue Ridge. Well, it's been a doozy. Well, you it's going to be a doozy. Should we start talking about Married to Let's Med? Let's do Married to Medicine first. Yeah, yeah I'm Let's... sad we don't have Atlanta still, but we'll do Married to Medicine. I know R.I.P. Atlanta. Okay, so Married to Medicine. The first <sighs> thing I took was poor Miss Gomez. <laughs> what did they do? What 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 
what price tag, what like dark dealings did they do to get that woman to come back? Did they murder her family back in Texas? And that's why she came back. She dealt with the personal things she needed to in Texas. And the lady is back. Do you think Miss Gomez is the one that staged the robbery? I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. That was a joke. I love Miss Gomez. I just want to know what they did to convince her to come back. Cause she was ready to go. Yeah. She did not want anything to do with them, which I don't blame her. Cause Anila is crazy and I can't stand her, but She's back. And thank God, though, for those kids. Those kids really need her. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm happy for the kids. I, and the kids love the kids love Miss Gomez. And seeing them just get so excited. Yeah, I just want to know what they paid her. I mean, she's living at the house. They gave her more money. I mean. Kieran was ecstatic. He almost was crying. He almost, like, got emotional because he's like, oh, my God, my life is back. I have my life back. Yes. Um, I don't like him much either, but. Well, I, I feel I, bad, I feel for, bad him. for him because he's I feel Anila. bad for him. I feel like he is going to go broke with everything that Anila demands and needs. And I don't know. Once, since we're talking about Anila, like, again, my dislike of her is not out of nowhere. I, yeah. She's being such a hypocrite, like getting so upset about, you know, because Quad, of course, is a shit stir. I yeah. love her to death, but she is. And she goes to Neela and says, well, everyone thinks that you stage this yourself and it's all on you. And she can't believe that the women are saying this and how dare they win milliseconds after she mm-hmm. posts on Instagram that she was robbed. The first thing she says is it was sta- or it was planned. I was set up. And I think Toya did it. Girl. Girl. Come on. Give me a break. So it, you, it has to go both ways, Anila. You exactly. Can't have it, you can't have it just your way. Um, I... I want to talk. I mean, I'm going to move it. I mean, with with Anila, the tension is always going to be there. And they're all going to this trip on Blue Ridge. And I feel bad for Toya because I feel like Toya ha- still has the lingering stuff with Anila. And then also has lingering stuff with the new girl, Audra. And Heavenly a little bit, which we'll talk what, about in a we'll second. We'll talk about a little bit. They kind of they kind of talk. Yeah. But, but yeah. Toya's kind of... I if. I mean, we'll get into it, but the way she acted when she got to Blue Ridge, I would have been the same because I would have been like, what the like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, I, I have a lot of enemies, and I'm glad to see you too, but the rest... I agree. Before we get to that, can we talk about Contessa? I am, first of all, Whoa. so proud of her. Her body is insane. Insane. And you know she's going to keep doing it. You know that she was inspired by this, and she's going to keep you it could just going. See, you could see the, the light. Radiating, mm-hmm. literally radiating off of her amazing body, but also just like the inner light. Like she feels so good in her body after a really tough year with yes. uh, her husband. He was so proud of her. I, like good for Scott for like really like just hammering home how happy he was for her because I yes. think she needed to feel that from him. And those kids being like, we're so proud of you, mom, her whole family, her dad being there. It was like the best moment for her. I was like, yes, yeah. Contessa, you won not only, but also you just it saved it seems like it saved the relationship it saved the family her doing something for herself that is positive mm-hmm. and inspiring to her kids as well like mm-hmm. if like that's incredible it's go amazing. her it's amazing that's not an easy thing to do especially and when you're a full-time doctor you're a full-time doctor a full-time you, mom a full-time mom a full-time reality star and you're doing all of this like you know I also was on a reality show and had to do working out. And <laughs> no, you did. You it's did. hard. It's not easy. It takes up a lot of your, and you're exhausted constantly. Yeah. Because yeah. all you're doing is working out and eating, truly. Yeah. <laughs> and she showed a lot of discipline and I'm, I mean, it paid off. It was a really awesome moment to yes. watch. Okay. So do we let's get, get to, to Blue Ridge. Yeah. Because Blue Ridge. So Toya comes with, well, of course, uh, 
Dr. Simone and um, Dr. Jackie are the first ones to arrive. Because they're sort of the ones sort of spearheading this. Planning it all. All these healing trips happening on all the shows right now. Yeah. So they're the ones kind of spearheading this. Yeah. And they get there first and they're like, we're going to assign the rooms. So smart. Which is the smartest thing that so they could smart. have done. Especially with someone like Heavenly, a.k.a. Ramona coming in. When you did the same in. thing, we've all learned. We've all learned. You assign the rooms before they arrive. Yes. If you're if you're in charge of the house, do not let it up to the no. people No, don't let Ramona run around and choose with her Sonya best room. and pick her room. Don't do it. Absolutely not. No. And so... I, I like when they get there and Toya is like, well, I hope you just didn't put the room for us next to the kitchen. Cause you think Eugene's just going to cook breakfast for you every morning. Cause I would be the same way. I'd be like, yeah, Eugene's the cook, but don't put us next to the kitchen. Cause you're expecting him. Like we're on vacation as well. Yeah. Eugene's been working hard. He's finally had, this is like his first, I feel like real break since he got his new role in his new doctor. I forget what he's doing. I think he's like doing OBGYN. No, so he just, um, he's taking a job at an urgent care that specifies in in oncology. Oncology urgent care. Yes. Which, and uh, watching him talk about that and seeing how excited he was and Toya was really happy because like they get to have weekends again together. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is I love Toya and I was really proud of her when like Simone and Jackie sat her down on the bed and, and, and said like, we want this to be a healing trip and we want everyone to come with compassion and Toya. I'm, I, th- I think Jackie and Simone were expecting Toya to kind of like pop off, but she was like, you know, I was, I've been talking to my pastor and I can't expect people to have compassion for me if I don't have compassion for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going to try hard this weekend to like to, do that. Yeah. And Jackie was taken aback. She was like, I love whatever's going on with you, Toya. That's great. I think that much in the same way where people could be a little more sensitive to Heavenly right now because her mom is, you know, g- gone. I think yeah. that no one's been really like the signs or the rumors about Toya and Eugene, like not affairs, but just having trouble in their marriage or just struggling. Yeah. No one has like come to her being like, are you okay? What's going on with yeah. you two? If I heard rumors like that, I wouldn't, be like Anila and bring friends and stoke up the rumors, stoke up the fire and make it worse. I would go directly to the friend and be like, listen, what's going on? And it was really nice to see Toya and Heavenly have their moment. And I love that Toya acknowledged. She was like, I, first of all, should have said, are you okay? Yeah. Because in that moment, you've lost your mother and like you are going through such a hard thing. And no matter what's going on between us, that should have been the first thing. And I think Heavenly was very receptive to that oh, because absolutely. That's, that's all she wants. That's all she wanted well, was Heavenly for someone to be said, like. Heavenly even said, like, I'm sorry for being mean and being reactive. And Toya's like, your mother just died. died. Yeah. We, I'll give you a pass. Yeah. And so that gives me hope for the rest of the trip. Yes. I don't know about, I still don't know about Audra. I think showing up. Congratulations in cha- though. Congrats on being pregnant. That's wonderful. I think her husband's pretty cool. I will give her that. Um, she had a wedding and it wasn't filmed. I kind of love that. Um, but for her them to show up in the champion suits, like, first yeah. of all, you misunderstood what Toya was trying to tell you back then. You popped off because, again, you're you're new and you're trying to get your, your five minutes. Yeah. But don't come to a weekend that's supposed to be healing and just because you know that Toya and Eugene clocked that and were like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah. Don't. Um, how do we feel about the end of the episode? Okay. I 
I, I gotta say, I was. I, they left on a great to be continued because finally I was, to, be, uh, to be continued. You and I can get behind because we I always was, complain about how they always do that and there's nothing to, to continue. I, I yeah, I just was like, it, the, it escalated. I mean, when she goes, I don't know what I don't know what you do. I don't know you. I was like, which is not wrong. Which, which is not wrong. It's like, it's kind of called out. It's like, okay, yeah, we, we don't really know you, Anila. Like we can't say anything like I don't know what you do like you're just trying to be on the show you you're not part of the core friend group you came in later obviously and when I bet you Toya never thought that Anila would immediately go oh Toya's behind the robbery yeah and I don't think any of the other ladies did as well no I and think they're like who is this random chick coming in now trying to start all this drama yeah this is only like her second season yeah maybe her third season two maybe yeah I I don't even remember that's what I'm saying it's it feels, and like she was on Watch What Happens Live, and you know, Annie kind of called her out and said, "Like, d- did you stage it?" And she goes, "Why would I do that? Like, like why? Like, I don't like why would I do that to create a storyline?" And I was like, "Yeah, because yeah. you mean, don't like, have well, yeah, you don't have one." Also, Andy did not look like he was having fun at all with her on Watch What Happens Live. He could not get out. Like, well, she couldn't answer enough. the question. She was being, you know, she just she doesn't know how to do this. No. And I just don't she, think she's built for this. No, I think I definitely think she could totally be a blogger where it has everything is curated and she can choose and do the the photos and images and write the whatever. Yeah. But there's a difference from being a blogger and being a reality star because reality star, you have to just be prepared for everything to yes. come out. Everything comes out. And again, the audacity of her thinking that she out of everyone in that community was specifically targeted. That still gets me. Like, of course, you, they're not going to hit multiple houses. You live in a community where you're all in the same tax bracket. Yeah. Your house was just the unfortunate pick. And again, I feel for her. That's terrible that she was robbed. Mm-hmm. But she lost my sympathy pretty quick when she started blaming her friends in the group. Friends, yeah. Quote, so. unquote, friends. And again, I love Quad. I love her. I, I hope Andy at the reunion is like, what is going on between you two? Because nothing that we've seen on camera between you two would warrant you immediately throwing her on, uh, both of you, throwing each other under the bus. Yeah. What happened off camera that we didn't see? Exactly. There's something happening, and I'm excited to see uh, our eventual reunion. But, like, we still got to finish Blue Ridge I know, we first. we just started. But this, <laughs> was, started this episode felt so short because it was so much was packed into it that it's, I was like. It was a lot of exposition. It was, yeah. You know, sometimes we have to have those where we're gearing up for the. The moment. And yeah. now we're going to see this confrontation where neither of them can leave because they're all the way up in Blue Ridge unless they get a car and move on. But yeah. it's great. I'm enjoying it. Married to Medicine, y'all. They just celebrated their 150th episode. That was their 150th episode. And was here's to 150 more. Exactly. I love them so much. They are they are the dark horse of Bravo. Like no one has ever like no one ever really talked about Married to Medicine. I still and say they're still one of the best. They shows. could make a legacy Real Housewives of Atlanta and then recast the new Atlanta and pull most of their ladies from Married to Med. See, but I don't think they. I don't want to put the ladies from Married to Med on Atlanta. I love Married to Medicine. I know, but I just want to. I want. I want to elevate them more. I want yeah. people to know more about them. I want. I want them to have more power. I get that. I respect that. I, I love know. that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, should we move to Southern Charm? Yes. Or is there anything else you want to talk no. about? No, 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 no. no. I think I'm we're ready good. for Southern Charm. Okay. Um, everyone looked great. Okay. Yes, I have to say. Well we, done, everybody. You all look beautiful. When we do, like, when we talk about, like, the fashions of reunions, Southern Charm and Summer House, they always got it. Yeah. I like that 
they're not picking a theme. Yes. I mean, their theme is Southern charm. So yeah, (laughs) that's it. So they just look nice. They look good. They're going to an Easter brunch. And yeah. it's lovely. Then they, oh yeah, they just all looked so good. You know, Catherine once again looks She's the best. Great TV Gosh, man. When I, but when she, when I realized again, she celebrated her thirtieth birthday last year, and I was like, oh my goodness, like this girl has she been and on. I are the same age, but this girl's been on TV for ten, and she years. has two children. Yeah, so do you though, right? No, <laughs> ha 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 I mean, I, I will one day, but. Not oh my yet. God. Can you imagine me trying to, in this tiny little box? Oh God. I mean, only you taking care of yourself in this little I box. I know, exactly. It's a struggle already. Um, I know, I, I since we're on the cat, I have my favorite, my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes from the episode is, Annie goes, um, hey, Catherine, would you ever date someone, from, would you ever date someone in the Mormon religion? She goes, well, I love the way Salt Lake City looks. Like she just is great TV. And I'm she's glad great. without Thomas and all that baggage, like she's able to be her kooky self. Yeah. But not offend anyone. Yes. It's really nice. When she's not offensive and she's not trying to like show us a fake relationship. Yes. And she's stage. just having fun. Yeah. She's honestly one of the boys. Like she honestly trade out Craig now for Catherine and you've got your throat trace amigos. I completely agree with you. And I'm going to defend her on the meatball great thing. So at at Christmas time, since I was a kid, we my the McFarland family we have a dish that is it's um you make it in a crock pot and it's cocktail weenies um cooked with you mix grape jelly and mustard and it creates this like you really like just oh such good sauce that you will just cook the cocktail weenies in and it is to die for. No, I I know. So I defend her and I say, hey, my white side of the family has stuff like that too. It's you know <laughs> it's that it's that it's that it's the, you know the white trash cookbook, but it, it, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. good. It's good eats. So I support Catherine on this front. <laughs> Give me the great meatballs. I'll eat them all. Um, I we'll talk about the villain that is Madison. I think later. Later, but I want to start with Taylor and Shep. Because I love Taylor and it, like I, my heart breaks for Taylor. I, when she, she secured goes, herself another season. Yeah. First of all, she's the queen of the show. The I love her so much. I want the world for her. But when she goes, so I'm just another number in your slew of whores. I'm just the one who lasted the longest. I was like, girl, I felt that. I felt that. Uh huh. And Absolutely. she's right. And Shep trying to defend any other way and being like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm a single, he I'm exploring. He looks like an idiot. No, he's a, he's a dumbass. Someone needs to tell him he's on track to becoming a Thomas Ravenel. No, he's Thomas meets Jax, but like not as vicious. He's more just manipulative and, and gaslighter. Li- what kind of life is that? Well, that's the thing. It, when they At the end, they were like, well, I think that's why y'all date younger people is because <sighs> they're the only ones who could go out when you're 30. I mean, trust me, I'm weeks away from being 30 and it's it's stressing me out a little bit i know but like me compared to five years ago i i hate going i hate going out i'm much rather like texting you and being like hey do you want to just like watch something and yeah (laughs) i'm i mean hello i'm that's i'm the king of vegging out i'm a homebody yeah i am like olivia i'm a homebody absolutely um but she nailed Shep to the cross, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad she did. Same. Because she deserves a lot more love and respect than what he's doling out. And hearing Austin and her talk about their sisters, I didn't know that Austin lost his oh my sister God. when he was seven years old. He lost his 10-year-old sister. And then her sister having cancer. I mean, I, I'm getting emotional again just thinking about it. Like, I see this is the thing about Taylor. Taylor has so much love for so many people. And... 
and you can just see how that permeates and just seeing how even just that conversation affected her. Yeah. I just am, am imagining, imagining, like, of course I messed up all the words. I'm just imagining the pain that she went through with Shep and just yeah. knowing like she gave so much love and so much to him and just seeing how much she gives to other people. You just can tell how much she had given to him and how that must have broken her. But like, and for him God. to sit there and go like, you're entitled to your opinion. Like if yeah. that's how you feel, it's like, what? Uh, speaking of Taylor and Austin, you said this and I completely agree with you. I think part of the reason that Austin is not fully ready, fully wants Olivia is because I think what he was saying to Olivia is really what he was trying to, what wanted to say to Taylor, which is like, mm-hmm. I consider you like so close to me that like, I don't want to mm-hmm. overstep that boundary and ruin things like I did with that chick over there. Mm-hmm. Olivia was his test drive because I think him and Taylor are actually in love. I think those two, the way that they are, the way that they talk, the way that everything is just boom, boom. Uh it's literally like zoom, 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 zoom. I caught that too. I was just like, I, and it never occurred to me, but seeing them sitting next to each other yes. and thinking about how supportive Austin was of her throughout the whole, whole season, season and how mad he would get when he would get drunk about Shep. Yes. How mad he would get. You don't do that unless you no. really care about somebody. So I, if if that happened somewhere down the line, I would not be surprised. And you said it first. And I think they would honestly be great together. But yeah. I think it's I think it's also the whole thing of like where they're talking about like bro code and all that with like Whitney and whatever. I think I think Austin's scared to touch it. I think it needs a little bit more time. Yeah. Um. But I think they're gonna realize that those two. I think I. They might be a good fit. I think they're actually a good fit. And I think I think Olivia was the test run for. Austin to be like, okay, this is, can I, can I, can I jump this bridge? And he, he kind of screwed it up with her, but yeah. I don't think he really wants it anyways. And I think that's why he screwed it up was cause he's like, this isn't really what I want. I'm realizing now that I have this chance with Taylor, she's the one that I actually need. I, I, I agree. And I, I love Olivia too. And yeah. I, I felt really bad for her because yeah. I was sort of feeling the same things that she was feeling. It's like, I thought you two, Madison and Austin, hated each other. but And I thought we had a connection, and I thought we maybe had a future. I thought we were trying to build something. Yeah. But the way that this is going right now, you're, like, laughing. You guys are, like, making jokes, and you're, like, letting her. And actually, everyone was letting Madison kind of dog Olivia out, and no one was standing up for her. Yeah. And again, there. I and honestly, I do get to an extent. They're all scared of Madison. She's a psychopath, and she has. A, and she can fly off and and has a venom mouth. Yeah. And as we saw, she literally ripped Vanita a new one, mm-hmm. and she's sitting right next to her, and is supposed to be her friend. So I get it, but someone's got to stick up for Olivia. But honestly, Olivia held her own and was like, "I yeah, get out of here." Honestly, Madison. I see her coming back next season. Obviously, I want her back. She's and. Great. I mean, all this stuff that Madison, Madison really, truly just like hates her. She was calling her like trust fund trash and was like, you're homeless. You live with your parents. And she was like, I like hanging out with my parents. And like, yeah, she just moved from California. She doesn't have the money or the funds. You know, like if if I was in like a a situation, I mean, like I've done that. I had had to live with my parents during the pandemic. Yeah. Like what's the what's the problem? I you, you do what you have to do. Yeah. To survive. Like, I'm sorry. If anyone has any judgment about that, it says 
everything about them and nothing about exactly. you. Exactly. Madison has had to work for everything in her life. She's a single mother. She's had to provide for herself. And but I completely that understand anger, that. She's got to figure resent- that out. She's very resentful about it with these other people. Because Olivia's right. Being like, I never, I don't, I don't talk badly about you. And I she's only like, comment on when you say something mean to, about me and I have to defend myself. And but she I don't was, come after you. And she was like, I even, when people compare me to you, she's like, I'm like, that's such a compliment because I think you're gorgeous. But I never said that to you because I'm scared of you. <laughs> I literally wrote that down. You're mean as hell. You're and I don't want to talk to you. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up um, is, oh, well, I mean, other than the fact that Madison's fiance is not a practicing Mormon. He just was raised Mormon, which makes so much sense. Yeah. Because I don't see how he could be with someone like Madison if he was truly Mormon because they're pretty strict. Um, as we know from Salt Lake, which we'll then, talk about. You know, the comment about Craig, I, Craig pulling away. And Craig, like, pulling away from the group and not being a part of the group. I just want someone to just stick up for him and be like, you all were horrible to him for years. You made fun yeah. of him. You made him feel this big. And so he went away and found people that didn't make him feel this big. Exactly. And, yeah, he resents all of you because you were all assholes to him. And you yeah. never really apologized or owned it. Yeah. God, who would have known that I would be just riding hard for Craig, man? I mean, I you, remember when you were, like, not about Craig. Well, I told, I, know. I said it. I said he I needed know. to prove himself. And he has. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to bring, when you said Craig, I thought you were going to bring up, he's the only one that hasn't showed one of the other guys his dick, (laughs) which I find so weird. Austin, let that go. (laughs) Let, I mean, I've never, let the mouse go. I have lots of guy friends. A lot of them are gay. And I have not seen, like Andy said, I have a ton of gay friends. I have not seen their penises. So I don't, Austin, you're weird. That's weird. You're a weirdo. Great first three part. Are they doing three or two? Um, I, I, I'm assuming it's two. I'm assuming I, it's no, three. I don't think they have enough. That seems, I don't know if they have enough, but I do want to talk about um, Vanita and Madison really quick as well before we pop off. Oh, yeah. Because I feel really bad for Vanita because Vanita's like, are we friends? And Madison's like, no. And it's for all these reasons. And, she's, and I think Madison did all these things. And I think like she did take the phone. She was looking at it. Obviously. Well, because Vanita never said that she, she snatched, snatched the it. phone out of her hand. She just said she grabbed the phone to she put took, on All music. she said was she took the phone. And as she, she was going to put And then a, they were talking shit. Which, like, that's happened to me before. Totally. Oh, I've sent text messages to the person I've been oh, talking I know, shit because about. It, I, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> mm, I've made a lot of mistakes in my yeah, life. Yeah, like, I don't think... Yeah, I, I think that... I, it just shows who Madison is. She, if, if, as long as she... It walks away clean. She's willing to throw anyone under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm rooting for Vanita. I'm rooting for Olivia. I'm rooting for Craig. And I'm honestly and rooting Catherine. for everyone except for Shep. Shep. And, I'm, and I, Madison? And Madison. I'm like still on the fence about Leva. <laughs> I'm I'm Austin is winning me over he Austin does this every freaking season to me where I'm like Austin's the worst Austin's the worst and then he comes on the reunion and I'm like he's not that bad he's a smooth <laughs> operator yeah but I am rooting for me. him because again like when I seeing seeing him with seeing Taylor him, seeing him talking about his sister oh yeah that puts just some things in perspective yeah he's been through a lot so I'm, I'm gonna ease up yeah um okay are we moving on to the next? Yes. And this um, is, what do you want to do? Beverly, Beverly Hills or Hills. Salt Lake? Okay. Beverly Hills. These, both of these shows, Beverly Hills and Salt Lake were so oh. good. Um, I love Garcelle. I said it as much today on my social media. After watching this week's episode, I feel like I had to just sound off and say that she's the queen. 
I love the Birkin and Bubbles party. Oh, I, the whole time the Birkin thing was happening, I was like, this is a Birkin. <laughs> this is another Birkin. And this TikTok, I will explain to you why these are two different. And I was like, oh my God. And they were like explaining the Kelly and the whatever. I was like, this is going all over my head. I know. I'm so proud of her for, for treating herself. Yes. And getting herself a Birkin. Yes. I love that Patrick is back. Did you catch the fact that he is a total hoe and is trying to get with? I am a butterfly. I go from flower to flower. He is a frisky man. I he was don't. trying to get with Sutton's assistant, yeah. and he was like, "We've we've made it very clear we're just gonna be friends." <laughs> uh, um, Garcelle gets it. She just gets it, and I'm so glad that. And she and Kyle like started off a little shaky, but they've actually come to be yeah. really good friends. And Garcelle was like, "I'm sorry, if Rena and." Erica really cared about you they would not be driving this home as much and yes they would be supporting you and why is why is this not just between you and Kathy see and that's what I said I was like literally family is family and I someone else said that on the show too I can't remember who it was but they're like we're sisters like obviously like when you're dealing with that you deal with it and then you kind of move on like it's it's the the fact of life I'm sorry it is and like Rinna sitting there going like, uh, you know, just, she just is piling on at this party, uh, sitting there on the couch, like, and like it got brought up and I thought Rinna might sidestep, but like, oh no, it was good. It was fine. And leave it at that. But then of course it's, oh no, I was shook. And God bless the editors for spicing all those clips of her saying shook, 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 shook. Like mm-hmm. she's rehearsed this, like she's planned it. Like she's, you know, yeah. had it all figured out. And all the other women, I'm really glad to see that all the other women are not buying it. They're all like, but what did she say? What was also, said? Why uh, don't you talk about it? Why? And you also, see Kyle is so torn up. and you're Well, she's realizing her family is more important than these ladies that have literally tried. Because they're, they're trying to be like, the show's more important. And she's like, no, I already lost my sister once. I've lost my other sister because of the show. This isn't happening again. No. I want my family to come to my daughter's wedding. I want us all to be okay because it doesn't just affect me. It affects my daughters. It affects my nieces. Paris and Nikki are like my little sisters because you know what I mean? Like, and it's like Rinna's completely tone deaf. Like yeah. She's not picking up any of that. Because it's for Rinna, it's all about the image. It's not about the family because like she could almost like give two craps about her kids. I mean, like, let's be real. But also, I have to say, that stupid podcaster that got that five second bit that was like, Kathy is like evil. And I was like, what an idiot. Let me just say, this is why. So we, when stuff like that comes up, we report on the reporting. We go, but we're going to wait until the show happens so that we can like, see what we'll see what what, what unfolds. Yes. Cause we know better because now those two, I don't know who they were, but well, the, two, the second guy just was like, it was just like an intro to be like, I know, but those two, but yeah, like hamming it up and like going, Oh, well this is, this has to be true. Of course this is who Kathy is. It's like, no, no, no. You, no. you don't know Kathy. You and, and now do you think Kathy will ever speak to you again? Yeah. No, no, that's so foolish. And the thing about if I were Kathy and every single day, stuff was getting printed in the press mm-hmm. and I had information that it was coming from my supposed friend or in my friend group, I would deal with it. Yeah. And I would be like, you can't say things about me that aren't true. Yes. But then Rena and Erica trying to spin it like, Oh, cease and desist. And Oh, she's trying to silence us. And I, let me just say, I know we're going to get into this more when we go to the other party, the, uh, the Grace Kelly party, but I love Kathy. Same. I think she is, so funny and I think I think the Richards are are perfect testament to the idea that money can't buy you class and I'm not saying they're not, I'm not saying they're not classless no, but, but like they're still 
the, the same the old ho dunking. Yes. Yeah. They're still the same You're Richard the sisters that grew up together that are yes. super funny, that are yes. super kooky and weird. Money doesn't change any of that. No. And yes, the Hiltons in the hospitality world, yes, they have some pull. But the only Hilton that has any pull anywhere is Paris. Paris. And do you think that if Kathy had the power to silence people and to and to 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 you know, put the kibosh on bad press that that Paris documentary would have come out. That Paris documentary painted Kathy and Mr. Hilton like they treated Paris like garbage when she was a kid and they abused her psychologically by sending her away to that place. Yeah. Do you think that Kathy would have let that go on the air? No. No. She doesn't have any clout. I also have faith in the Bravo editors and the Bravo team that if they had footage, they it would be out there. A hundred percent. Someone would have been in that sprinter van and would have it would have been all over the place. But Rena was like, there are no cameras. My word is gold because I'm an OG and I've gotten rid of Denise Richards and I've gotten rid of Kyle, uh, Kyle's other sister, Kim, and I've gotten rid of LVP. I can do it again. I think it's all bullshit. I'm Team Kathy. I'm and Team I'm, Kathy. And uh, enough. enough. Rena and Erica miscalculated terribly yeah i let's get to the grace kelly party because garcelle well first of all before we get into the party i want to talk about sutton for a second being the tour guide killed me being like this house was built in 18 but and, and garcelle's like what are you doing Sheree's like actually i was enjoying the tour so but all <laughs> i, I love think, sheree sheree's awesome yeah keep but, her on the but show but the only thing i kept thinking of was we just did our, our rather we have a new podcast as well called highbrow lowbrow and our second episode is about Sandra Bullock and all about Steve. And we were talking about how maybe someone else should have played her watching this. I was like, Sutton is Mary Magdalene. Magdalene. (laughs) She is. Oh my God. And it would have made so much sense to have her in it because like, it was just a kook. I mean, and it's, it's literally the same thing. I was, when she was just like, Oh, she never stops talking like that, that revelation. Her fashion is almost similar. Like if, if Mary had Mary Horowitz or whatever had the, (laughs) If she had, which she's a Jewish Catholic, of course, her name is Mary Magdalene Horowitz. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. But I was like, it's, if she had money, it's Sutton. It's literally Sutton. It's Sutton to a T. But I just, I have to say Sutton has become such a dark horse in this show. I did not like Sutton at all. And she has grown. I wanted her off the show so much. And now I'm like, I couldn't imagine a world without her. My number two girl on the show. My number, I don't know. I'm really loving Garcelle and Crystal and Kyle, but Sutton. And also Dorit. I mean, Dorit is. Dorit never goes out of style. I mean, also I she looked frick. She was the best dressed at that party. She oh, looked absolutely. Amazing. The diamonds were amazing. Like that, like that is, I love that. That's pretty Very incredible. much how it was a guy in 10 days wearing the diamonds for the party. Like mm, very, very, very happy about that. Um, Forgot okay. Diana was on the show. But she did. I did think she looked like Jessica Rabbit walking. Oh, in. totally. But I'm glad that she reminded me that she's the worst. Yeah. And I'm, I hope she's not on the show next season. I, I don't think she will be. I think she's, and she's going through a lot. I so. do want Asher's shoes. I did not even notice. The ruby red slippers that he had. He had like loafers, but they were, they were like Dorothy's. Uh, I, I had to say. See, awesome. see, you want that. And I want, I want, <laughs> I want Ka- uh, Kathy's P-shirt. I'm, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm like, forget the Ruby Rose. I want a comfy little shirt that I can be a welcome to the Bond um, Rose, my lady. But since you mentioned it, like again, I, I, I send empathy and I send love to yeah. Diana because she. They reveal at the end of the episode that she had another miscarriage, but that she's still yeah. trying to have a baby. I'm all for that. That's great. Specifically, though, her behavior on the show, 
I do not condone or like. Yeah. I thought the fact that she called Sutton to see you next Tuesday and never apologized. Like, That's rough. I think that was her nail in the coffin. Yeah, I agree. And then her trying to get all of her famous friends to pump her up because she knew her ship was sinking. The Elton John thing was... The Elton John thing, the Neil Patrick Harris thing. Like, come on. It's like a girl's got her gaze. And she's got... I mean, do you, you know, you want unleash the gaze when you're in trouble. I get it. Like, I would call all my gay friends too if I needed help. But like... Do you even have any gay friends? Well, you're not gay, right? You're, you're, What's you're, that? You're straight, right? Obviously. <laughs> okay. Um. Now, do you think Rena is gonna get sick and die if she holds okay. all of this stuff in? Okay. Do you that, think she's gonna get sick and die? That was so tone deaf. Her being like, "I'm gonna get cancer and die if I hold this all in." It's like, no, you're not. Did you, everyone's everyone's faces were like, really, really. And Garcelle, I. Mm. Garcelle, I love being like, why are we still talking about this? Like, why are we like, why isn't this between Kathy and Kyle? And then Lisa being like, uh, what's with your tone? What's well, with your, well, I, I feel that sense of tone. It's like, yeah, because I think you two are full of shit. Yeah. Well, I loved Garcelle saying at the dinner table to, Ka- uh, to Kyle, are we talking about Eric anymore? No, we're not. That's the motive. Because Crystal was like, what's the motive earlier? And I was like, yeah, what is the motive? And then you have uh, Kyle literally being told the motive is. Erica, we don't want to talk about Erica anymore, so we're going to make everything, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm glad that that was addressed because I think we're going to see that play out in the reunion, which, by the way, that reunion <gasps> trailer. Y'all, if you haven't watched it yet, you must. It's the first one I've seen where they start at the end of the reunion where Kyle is so upset and crying. She, she needs to leave. She doesn't stay for the toast. I thought the walk-off was going to be Lisa Rinna. No. But I think Kyle takes a lot of shit from these women at the reunion. Um, I do want to talk about, so I posted this. So yeah. um, I want to credit my friend, Suze Nerheim, who saw this on Twitter and sent it to me. And I put it on my social media. We got in the international version of the episode, we got a little bit more. So when, when Kyle accuses Erica's publicist and assistant for being the leak and says that Kathy hired people to figure out who was spreading the shit and they found out it was Erica's people and Erica's like, I don't know anything about that. The international version cuts to Erica's assistant being at the, the hair party that we saw a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, eavesdropping with Mikey and some other chick on Rinna and Dorit's conversation about Kathy. Mm-hmm. And you see him typing it is and he so says, damning he even says like oh i'm getting all this oh, oh i'm getting yeah he even says like oh i'm i'm listening i'm getting all this information down yeah so i'm sorry rena and erica you guys thought that you were above this all that you had more power than you thought you did and now you're seeing you've made your bed and now you will lie in it yes and i'm freaking excited to watch i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready Look i'm sorry you. you're sweating i'm all sweating over. like a pig a whore in church no <laughs> you kill me. Um, but no, Beverly Hills is going to be, this reunion is going to be one that's going to go down in history. We've been talking. We think people might come back if Rena's off. Except I saw someone say online that if Rena left, or sorry, if Rena stays, the only person that could come toe-to-toe with her that needs to come back is Eileen Davidson, which I would love. If, if, if Rena stays, bring back Eileen. You now, beast. Now, oh. if, if Rena leaves. I think Denise and LVP are coming back full force. I agree. I think, I mean, I know everyone, you know, we, we saw Garcelle and LVP filming and everyone thinks it's because 
Garcelle's son is now a part of the Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules, Rules storyline because he was canoodling with Raquel um, during his divorce proceedings with his wife. I think that is possible. That totally makes sense to me. Yeah. However, I think that Rena getting the I think Rena knew I think Rena has already knows that she's off the show based yeah. on her cryptic in her social media BS. Well, now she's saying I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't know. Yeah, no, you don't, honey. You just want to think that you do. But I I could see Denise and LVB coming back, and I oh I I would die. I've said it before. I said it again. I don't like LVP. I like Lisa Lisa Vanderpump. I, I would like to see Lisa Vanderpump come back. I don't want to see the LVP. She's kind of the monster she's turned into in previous seasons. And I hope it's back. But it, can you just imagine? Just imagine the trailer for next season. And at the end of it, we see Kyle sitting at a table. And we see like a, just a shadowy figure sit down. And Kyle goes, it's good to see you. And oh, my goes, God. You just gave me chills. Right? Like, I it's good to see you. And, Lisa just, and then it just cuts Lisa just like sitting there looking at her. Like, oh, my God. I have any chills. Like, come on. That be is great. gold TV. Yeah. Bravo. You heard it here first. Bring it back. Shall we um, <sighs> go to we the move? finale? Let's move to Salt Lake City. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go over taglines first? Let's do taglines first because, yeah, then I want to jump into this. Because... Well, do you want, have you heard, did you, were you paying attention? Do you want me, do you want to guess who's is who's? No, I feel like I'll know who's is who's. So we'll just read them out. Can you just read them out for yeah. us? So uh, we'll do them in, yeah. So Heather Gay. I may be a bad Mormon, but I'm always a good time. That. I love it. Jen Shaw. I'm fighting for my life, not your approval. Okay, that's a good one. That's yeah. Lisa Barlow. I'll always have my back if you stop stabbing me in mine. I love that one. I do too. Meredith, stop stabbing her in the back. Meredith Marks. When I take a shot, I always hit my mark. No, you don't. I don't like her, but that's a pretty good tagline because yeah. of her last name. Good for her. Whitney Rose. I'm more of a free spirit without the Holy Spirit. Cute, cute, cute. Love, love, love. Um, So those are the taglines. We heard them first on this episode this week. Um, And, okay. My first note is Jen, and I have the... I wrote... I have the facepalm on my My first note, Jen's mom doesn't believe her. No. Jen's mom is so disappointed in every moment they are doing that little puzzle. And you can even try her, see her trying to be like Jen, like she keeps trying to like have these conversations and Jen, and then Jen turns it and is, and I actually feel really bad because like, so I feel bad for Jen and her kids because like really bad for her kids. Cause they don't even know if they're going to see her. They don't know if they're going to like come to her, his white coat ceremony for him graduating medical school, something that like, it's just like it and knowing that she has considered taking her own life like that's nothing that is taken lightly no not at all and thinking about her kids like and her mom like Stuart has pled guilty the other person that was implicated has pled guilty and said that they did this like uh, if I'm them I can't help but think Jen, like the truth will set you free. Like you're not going to be, you're not going to heal and you're not going to move on unless you tell the truth. Exactly. Exactly. You're just not, it's never, nothing's ever going to get better. Your family's going to suffer. You're going to suffer unless you just own up to it. Yeah. And I think she will. I mean, we know that she pleads guilty. I'm interested to see the trip to New York that they keep mentioning because that's when she gets the news. Yeah. But she's never going to heal unless she confesses. So, you know, um, and then the next note I have is Meredith needs allies. Her showing up at Whitney's house out of nowhere 
like she needs friends because she knows like yeah. you know she knows that Jen can either be on her side or not. Yeah. And but for her to show oh for her to show up at Whitney again say how dare my friend spread all these rumors about me and then continue to spread a rumor that she heard from Jen Shaw yeah. after she as a, like after Jen Shaw was the one that perpetuated all those rumors about her and Seth. It is, if no one is, I'm sorry, if no one else is watching the same show as me, I, like, she's a snake. I can't with her anymore. It's, I really can't. It's so frustrating to see Lisa truly eating her crow. Yeah. And Meredith acting like, no, she doesn't care about me. She just doesn't care. If she would have cared, she would have never said those things in the first place. No, people make mistakes. Obviously, she's sorry. And I was, I was proud, and this is toward the end, but I was proud of Lisa being like, I've said sorry enough times. Four or five times at if, this point. If you don't want to accept my apology, I've forgiven myself. Maybe you'll come to forgive me one day. And I was like, good for you because you can only, I know, I know firsthand, you can only extend the olive branch so many times before you're like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Like, I not can't my circus, do this not anymore. my monkeys anymore. Exactly. If you're going to stew in that hurt and that hate, fine. But like, nothing can be done. Yeah. Speaking of Lisa. It's amazing how every episode, my stock is just for her. Hey, I've always been Team Lisa. You know, I know that. I'm late to the party, but do I get a little bit what Jack is saying about going to college? Yes. yes that having a college degree is not necessarily for everyone in this day and age. Yes. But I'm so glad that Lisa said, you are a naive little boy. Yes. And I love you, but your father and I pumped a bunch of money and sponsored and are our partners in this business that you've started. Yeah. So what would you do if we weren't here without our money, without the fact that I went to college and learned how to do all of this? Mm-hmm. Where would you be? Nowhere. So if you want to do whatever wolf it is, fine. But like, if you're not going to go to college at 18, you're doing it on your own. And your father and I are pulling out. Yeah. I'm, I was like, yes, Lisa. I was, I was a hundred percent with her as well. I mean, I understand a, a, like a lot of people are like, I don't want to go to college. I, and uh, that's so great. And I understand that. But I think there's a difference of people who are like, I can do this on my own. I can do this like, you know, and they're, they're building their businesses or they're learning a trade or they're doing whatever that they want to do. He just has a, a cushion and he wants to rely on that cushion more yes. than I think he, he's like, I got this business. I don't need to do anything else. I've got money. And she's like, that money is because of us. This is because of us. And you're the COO. You're the CFO. Yeah. You're the C like you're, you're no. probably the CEO yeah. with your parents and your other, and your brother. Exactly. They all own part of it, but I'm sure a bunch of adults are the ones running and, all the machinations behind the scenes. And let's be real. A million different hair brands come up all the time. You could have a ton of success for these first four years while your mom's on the show. It could and all if, go to and, shit. And I, I, I don't think Lisa would lie about her son's like academic yeah. Prowess? If he's as good as he's, uh, if he has straight A's, you don't want to go to Harvard Business School? Exactly. You can only you don't make go, more businesses. Yeah, you don't want to go to a really nice business school and make all your money back and then some? Yeah. I would rethink that. And again, I'm glad she was like, don't shut me down. We're having a conversation. Yeah. I need to understand where you're coming from. I felt so because bad Because if you don't want to go to college, that's fine. But you need another plan, son. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just done with this conversation. And like, like yeah, you play your basketball. What an idiot. I mean, he, I'm not, he's not an idiot. He's a child. I understand. No, like, but like, yes, I mean, oh, I just want to shake kids sometimes and be like, listen to your parents. Yeah, I, I did y'all got oh, it. Be real. I was, I was a bad kid. No. And so was I, but all, <laughs> but we know now we know better now. And uh, now anything my parents tell me, I, oh my God, li- li- I want to listen. I got to hear. Truth. Um, okay. Let's get to Scarsdale. 
right? That's what, or Scottsdale. Scarsdale. Are they in Scarsdale or is it or Scottsdale? Um, it's Scottsdale. They're in Scottsdale, which I like how everyone was like, why are we going to Arizona? And they're like, Whitney's like, well, I didn't think Jen could leave the country, which is true. Which is true. But also when <laughs> Utah is just the redheaded stepsister of, or Arizona is just the redheaded stepsister of Utah, except it's warmer with more white people. Which we didn't think was possible. I <laughs> died. I was like, Heather, that is the best line. I, love her. I mean, I obviously I've been to Arizona a couple of times. I almost went to college in Arizona. I also would like to point out to Sheree, uh, Sheree Whitfield. I'd like to point out that uh, Whitney Rose was able to completely rebrand herself and make new product in less than a year. Yeah. Not 14, less than a year. Before we get to the rest of Scottsdale, speaking of Whitney, <gasps> we just need to touch on this really quick. So it was, they, it looks like they almost in- inserted this scene. Like they weren't sure if they were going to show it. And cause it was short and it was just a very, and they get into it more at, on the trip. On the yes, trip. Let's talk about this. Um, Whitney's brother has been going to therapy and obviously as you go to therapy more, like obviously memories come up. There's a lot of like hidden trauma, all of this X, Y, Z. Whitney finds out something was happening with her in bathrooms. She was abused as a child. Um, and that's why all of these things are these things. When that scene started, like I'm, I'm still like upset she, about it. Cause the pain she is, she looked like she had seen a ghost. I, I couldn't and her and her. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Her, her husband. wonderful husband, such such he a just rock. was like what what can I do? Just tell like he you you can tell he loves the hell out of her. Oh my god, I I just I feel so bad for her. Um, it's, I just couldn't imagine like you know something's wrong, you know something's wrong your whole you life, and remember. you can't remember, and then someone else tells you this is what happened to you, and you just having to learn that and sit with that as an adult and be like. There's nothing I can, I mean, there's nothing really you could do now. I mean, if the, unless you can come after those people, but like, God, I feel so bad for her. It it was one. And I, and I, I'm really proud of her for, for pushing through and for trying to bring the women in on the healing journey. Yeah. And I think it's only going to get better for her. A hundred percent. Now that she has the support of all the women. Yeah. But like, wow. Yeah. So we're in Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Um, I'm glad that Lisa and Whitney came together. Lisa seems so open. Like, again, this is a woman who, again, I my problem with her was always she was very closed off, very yeah. fake, very... Something has changed in her. And getting to know more about how she grew up, how she's had to take care of herself and her yes. siblings. Like, it, it all, all makes, sense. makes sense. And for her and Whitney to connect and for her to start opening up and her getting emotional, like, this is the shit I love to see. This is great. I agree. Also, the house. I I almost died I, laughing I when those girls. Yeah, but those girls being like, coming. They're like the property managers. They're like, I gotta get my shot on Bravo. I'm gonna like fully <laughs> yeah. do the whole thing. Give a tour of the house. Um, I one of my close college friends, my old roommate, has a, I lives. Her family lives in Arizona. Like they have a house in Arizona. And one time we literally drove to Arizona for the weekend, and I walked in, and this house looked. Well, we couldn't get in the first day because the parents didn't know we were coming and we didn't tell the maid. So we had to like sleep in the car and like on the side of the house. But then we were able to get in the next day. Okay. This, this house is almost identical to oh, like, really? and I was literally like, I was like, wait, is that her house? I'm not going to say her name on the podcast, but I was like, wait, is this her house? And then I was like, no, no, no. There's a couple things different, but I was like, oh, okay. This is a vibe. Like this is definitely, definitely Arizona. a vibe. Um, so this might have been the first time where like, 
Because we've seen a lot of healers come on the yeah. show. We've seen a lot of, you know, snake oil salesmen. This is the first time I feel like the person they hired actually knew what she was doing. Because I've done I've done a Reiki breathwork healing session before. I know you've done breathwork before and Reiki. Oh, my gosh. The- this woman really knew what she was doing. And, like, it was really great to see them all let it out. I was really – I mean, but when Jen – because, you know, they at the beginning they had to call – they had to – what they were releasing and what they were calling in. Yeah. Jen calling in her innocence. Oh, no, 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 no. No. I mean – That was the one thing that made me cringe was her trying to call in her innocence. It's like, girl, read the room. But, like, I get what she's trying to do. She's like, I need, I need all the help I can get. And at get. this point, she thinks she's still going to get out alive. And- yeah. I don't know. Wild Ugh. to me. But – this, first of all, Meredith trying to be like, I came late because I've dealt with, like, I've had healings before and it's really, like, it's traumatic for me to be in these healings. Like, don't be effing rude. Like, Whitney once again set up something that, like, someone sets up something that you just don't want to participate in. And so you show you're up a liar late. because you were in glam. Yeah. You were getting hair and makeup done. That's yeah. why you were late. And she literally comes in and ruins it. Yeah. Takes the energy down. Lisa has to leave. Everyone else has shared. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I can't share. It's too much. And then all that, like, that's what people, Meredith is like, no one knew what was going on with her and her father to the extent that it was going on. Yeah. And no one knew about her nephew. This was all news because you didn't share it with everybody. And also, also I want to say, I think something also was going, not with Brooks, but with the other son that I don't think she's ever mentioned. No. So no one can be mind readers. That's really unfair to, to make that anyone's job to read your mind. And all that Lisa said was, I thought I could be a safe space for you and I'm really sorry that I'm not. And Meredith just goes, you're not a safe space. Like immediately cuts through with negativity yeah. and angst. And it's like, you're not here for the right reasons. No, no, you're here. Ju- like, and good for Lisa for getting up, taking a breath and walking away. Yeah. And not, and then, but then coming back. Yeah. I mean, that's, <sighs> that's, that just shows the difference between, I think, Lisa and Meredith. Yes. And I think Lisa also said it well. She's like, clearly, I was putting way more into this relationship than Meredith was. Because if this was a 10-year relationship, we're not, I wouldn't, and I, I'm i trying to, like, salvage it. And she was ready to drop it at a, the, a drop of a pin. Like, clearly, again, she didn't have the same Everything that investment. she said was stuff that came from Jen Shaw first. Yeah. So this, and yet, we've forgiven Jen Shaw. I don't also, know. Also, charcuterie was, like, a theme. I know. You've been talking about now charcuterie. There were three charcuterie plates this episode. Three. I mean, no. I love a charcuterie board. No, I just wanted you... to know what the deal was. It's it's the hot thing. That no, the new thing is butterboards. Everyone's all about butterboards. Charcuterie places episode three. Yeah, Siri. Of course, you couldn't find anything. She's wiling out. Yeah, this is this is live TV, y'all. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I really liked this week. We get Potomac. Finally, I'm so Sunday. ready for Potomac. So we're going to have, this is like the golden time of Bravo. This is the golden girl time. Oh, I do want to talk about really quick uh, BravoCon and what the was released about Jersey. Jersey. So evidently. <laughs> this is good shit. Um, the Jersey drama is so intense that they have now had to split up their Q&A. Like their guess? panel. Do we want to guess who's on? No, I, they definitely already said who's on the panel. Oh, it's can literally, you tell me who? It's literally Teresa. Dolores, um, and Jen, and then Jackie, uh, 
Melissa and um yeah um oh my god um March March oh because I well I got nervous because I heard I heard whispers that like Jackie and Teresa reconciled and they were friends now and no. then I thought I thought alliances had shifted because a little people bit. people are also saying like oh so you got the B list and the A list. Cause they're saying Teresa and Dolores are like the A list and like, no, Melissa. but then you have Jen. I, yeah. I think they're evenly distributed. Yeah. Marge is a heavy hitter. And so, so is Melissa. So I think that's, I think that's what's going to happen. And okay. I, I'm, I mean, they're refusing to film with each other. Teresa's in her love mm. bubble. Cause you know, Louie's going to be there. Oh yeah. All that, you know, the Jersey has that lion mane of hair she had. Okay, I'm just ready for Jersey. I mean, this is going to be, I think, going to be a major Jersey season again. Yeah. These ladies, give it to us. Because we're fully out of, we're now fully out of COVID. Yeah. We're fully on the shows. Not even like they were, Jersey was like, no, COVID I know, was real, but like, but. we're really now into like yeah. the Renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah, so I'm excited. Bravo's at its peak. We're excited for you all to see us this episode. Yes, thank so you so exciting. much for joining us on YouTube. Um, um, and on that note, Visually, you can watch us on YouTube, on TikTok, and on Instagram. And then, as always, uh, you can subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. We also want to take a moment to let you know that we have also started another podcast. Um, we have talked about it before. It is now live. It is called Highbrow, Lowbrow. Uh, Matthew and I don't just watch Bravo. We also watch a lot of movies, and we have a little bit of a different taste in movies. And we want to share that with you. So we're also on YouTube. We're also on TikTok. Search Highbrow Lowbrow Pod. And also you can find that podcast wherever you're listening to this. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. Adios. Bye.